this. Da da da, uh, uh, da da da, uh, uh, down down down. Welcome da, to the Mullies and Bogies podcast. I am Michael Frank the Tank Falby, and I'm with Brad Speaker City Eldridge. And today we are excited to introduce the newest member of the Mullies and Bogies team, and that is Matt, the Godfather Hanson. How you doing today, Maddie? Godfather is in the house. Oh, we're excited about this, huh? I mean, I'm almost excited, Matt. No offense, like I love you, you know that, but. I'm I'm more excited about to talk about what happened over the weekend. Oh my god, weekend was insane. It was weekend unreal. was insane. So I, we might as well just get right into it. Like, first of all, I didn't realize this part that Rom was down seven going into the weekend. Yeah, I didn't know that either yeah. <laughs> until he won, and then yeah. I looked back and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe he came back that far. Yeah, but um, hell of a weekend. It was fun to watch. Obviously, two huge putts made at the end. Yeah. Um. um I think I I don't know what's more impressive, DJ's putt or DJ's second shot, Matt. Yeah, the second shot was amazing. I thought he was done when immediately when he hit that hit the tee shot into the into the rough. You know, yeah. you you said it to us that, that the rough was what five inches thick. I five think, inches all thick. Week. Just to get that thing on the green and give himself a chance. Yeah. You could even see Rom on the on the range when he, when he hit it. He he couldn't believe it. Yeah, so. it was kind of like just watching like slow motion. It just came over and I just felt like, you know, it was just like Mike. Bang! <laughs> It's good. It was just unbelievable. But of course, like DJ, just no emotion. DJ, yeah, no emo. That's the most emotion he's ever shown in his professional career. What, like the loser bowling finish. It was awkward. Yeah, that was awkward. He needs to take some some fist pump lessons from Tiger. And, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Great putt. Unbelievable performance. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And then so like I was thinking about this like. I'm like, Rom's out of it. There's no way Rom's going to play well. Yeah. I, I, I've i said it before. He's he's a mental. He's a mental guy. So I thought when... Well, in Spain, they call it passion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> give, yeah, give him a kitty to, to, to hold in a freaking blanket. Make him feel good. Um, but when he went into the playoff, I go, oh, DJ's got this. DJ's yeah, yeah. stone-faced. DJ's going to go up there. And, and put it away, mm-hmm. um, but that that sixty six foot slider, I know, was nuts. Again, it just makes me wish that you know, like Gus Johnson was calling golf. Like, I mean, it was like because TJ Sorensen, he's a Rhode Island guy. It was just like that. You know, Hit that one from the parking lot, you know. And it was just uh, the emotion was crazy. Matt, I heard you almost threw your own baby. I was holding little Maddie. <laughs> just had a baby a little while ago. My wife probably doesn't want to hear this, but. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you know, from the football career, I was able to hold on to him. But little Maddie almost went flying when that punt went, putt went down. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> and I just love the reaction. Like Rom, just like he just like he was like DJ, hold my beer, dude. I am El Nino. <laughs> Gotta love Chris Farley. <laughs> I'm completely with you guys, though. Brad said it. You know, he he plays with a lot of passion. Yeah. <laughs> and the fa- the fact is, I mean, I thought DJ had it immediately yeah. when it was going to the. To the playoff, and again, he didn't hit a great first shot. No. Drive went into the rough. Yep. He hit it even further than DJ's was. I think it was 66 feet, 67 feet. Yep. And I said this to you guys earlier, but seeing it on TV the first time, obviously it was a long putt, amazing putt, but seeing it back from a different angle just to see how much it moved, it was amazing. It was crazy. Unbelievable. He was definitely getting some WAP after that, eating some wings and pizzas. (laughs) You know what I mean? He was probably hungry after that win. That's your hotline, the WAP. Why? Doesn't it mean wings and pizza? 
Um, Matt doesn't know what it means still. <laughs> honestly, to me, it means win- wings and pizza. Okay, we'll <laughs> so. go with wings and pizza. So some other some other great stuff that was going on this weekend. Um, Brad, you you were talking about what was the guy you brought up? I forgot his name. Like, what was his name? Mackenzie Hughes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, massive up and down for the final. I mean, he wasn't going to win the tournament, but I don't know if he knew or not. Yeah, he probably knew he was very close, but he pushed. Uh, his approach shot into the bunker, which everyone's been struggling in that bunker all week. Rory the day before didn't even try to hit it near the hole, so he he just he aimed up the the um, the green just to get it out, and he and he stuck it and he put it in for uh, to make the top thirty. Yeah, yeah. So that's huge. I what's the bonus on that? I'm not I'm not sure, but Matt, you he made a lot of money earlier. just from making it. Yep, thirty. Gets you know this is after East Lake obviously, yeah. but the thirtieth place guy gets three hundred ninety five thousand. So in a normal tournament, that would be a that's what a, top four, top five, four. You right. know, that's or, a six foot putt. Yeah, for right. four hundred grand, pretty much. A lot of money. Good for that kid. Yep. Good for that kid. Anyone else that we want to talk about over the weekend? I thought Rory did all right, man. He had a lead for a little while. I just I, you guys were talking about. Mm-hmm. You think his head's maybe somewhere else? Yeah. I mean, you know me. I pick Rory almost every week at some point. Which I, I don't know why. You got to stop following poodles. Well, this <laughs> this is probably the week that I should pick him because he's he's good at this golf at this golf course. He's like, but he's also got a, a baby on the way, so yeah. I think his mind might be somewhere else. He's kind of you know worried about that a little bit. Maybe maybe not. But um, who else played well? I think that. I think that the field was interesting. Like Matsuyama was at the top of the field the whole week and kind of fell off at the end. But yeah, I turned my TV off when he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, he wasn't fine in the fairways on the last day. I know that. He was finally, he was scrambling a lot. So I think one question I got asked a lot this week, uh, Matt, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Some people were complaining that they were shooting 30 under. Yep. Like at TPC, now they were struggling. Would you rather see him struggle, or would you rather rather go, them go out and put a score out there? Personally, I'd rather see him struggle because <laughs> yeah. I always struggle, and yeah. it's way more relatable. But yeah. in all honesty, it, it, it's great to see the thirty under too. I yeah. like that. The very next week, yeah. we have a course like this, extremely hard, mm-hmm. and you know th- those guys. It you know just watching on TV, it always they always make it look so easy. So to see him struggle, to see him have to grind, and and yeah. that to me it makes Rams. You know what yeah. Rom did even more impressive coming from whatever six Correct. he was six over and then yeah, shot seven un- under, unbelievable seven under over the weekend. Uh, I think we're just all really excited to talk about East Lake. Before we do that, we just got to come clean on our picks. So, oh golly, I'm hot today. I'll go, I'll go first on this. I had uh, Patrick Cantlay, which was a great pick until the weekend. Still, actually, wasn't a bad pick. He was twelfth. You know, I'm pretty happy with that. He is a great ball striker of the ball. So. Cameron Champ, you know, I I do I think he's all right. I think he could have played better. I think he was pressing a little bit too much. I think he would maybe have a little tr- trouble walking because he had a black and a white shoe. Maybe that was tough for him. Uh, but to play 15 plus 60 fit, that kind of stinks because he was playing well. I picked DeChambeau. Again, I just I think I'm done with him. You know, it seems like the Royd boy just can't get it done when it matters. I think it, maybe his protein shakes are giving him the putting shakes. Uh, then Russell Henley, the boy from down under, from Georgia, obviously, played pretty well, had a wonderful chip in. It was a 60-yard uh, flop shot. It was unbelievable. 25th, obviously, as a DraftKings pick, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with some guy coming in 25th. Uh, and then this guy, <laughs> Mark Leishman. <laughs> Both of you guys had him, right? Plus 30. He should have just dropped out. But 
She's making me look bad on Mullies and Bogies podcast, so that sucked. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen, he was playing well. He was in fifth. He had to get third to make it to the tour. Uh, just fell off at the weekend, but tied for 25th. So, But really no good picks for me at all. How about you, Brad? I was uh, three good, three not so good. And yeah. I before my picks, I just want to say I, I literally thought Tiger might might make some some leeway this turn. Yeah, but this you, last you and Matt always think that. I know. I, I'm always a believer. But um, he was minus two after, I think, maybe the first four holes. And I even texted Matt on the side. I was like, dude, this is it. Here he comes. <laughs> and uh, he just, he, he didn't, you know, he didn't pull it off. I think he actually ended up plus one. But um, my picks were uh, Hatton played decent. He was plus four, which in a normal tournament isn't so good, but this tournament was not too was bad. Top this 20. Week, yep. Top 20. Um, was two shots off the lead going to the final day, but got away from him. He had five bogeys on the final day. Uh, Sun J.M., you know, he's just falling off. The the wheels are falling off. It wasn't he's, a baby fade course. So. No, and I think it's just, you know, I picked the wrong guy again. I meant to choose Matsuyama there. They're, they look similar. <laughs> yep. still, um, still ninth in the FedEx Cup standings, though, so he's got a chance. Yep. Which is true. That it, That's true. He's ninth, so not bad. Um, Leishman, like we said, you know, 69th place. He missed the cut at TPC. Then he was dead last at BMW. And I was like, how did he make the top 30? And then I looked back. He actually had a really good season before COVID. So uh, before the hiatus, he was like, he won at Torrey Pines, second at Bay Hill, and third at the Safeway Open. That'll get you in. That's a lot of money. That'll get you in. That'll get you in. Um, Dustin Johnson, obviously, the key to the the week. I thought he was going to pull it off. He's a true chameleon. Like, I... How do you go minus 30 at a golf course like that and then play completely different golf and still almost win again? I just think that's very impressive to, to switch it up like that. Just never heard DJ be called a chameleon before. Yeah, well, <laughs> you have. Well, yeah. Because he always looks the same. <laughs> well, that's what you think. <laughs> um, my boy Kokrak played well. Uh, he had a good week. I think uh, I think he'll have a good look. Good look in the mirror this week. Decide <laughs> if he wants to do something special. Um, and I just think his bump and run game <laughs> will really be key this week for East Lake. Okay, you very know, key. If you know yeah. what I mean. My last. And pick, then you're gonna follow that up with Gary Woodland, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, mm-hmm. Gary Woodland. He, uh, you know, he looks better than he plays sometimes. But looks uh, great though. I don't even looks, care. He does look good. He's Apparently got the best stature. basketball player on tour. Yeah. He is, and he lost like twenty pounds during COVID, just trying to get his his body right because he was he said he was eating like peanut butter and jelly every day. What's wrong with that? Yeah, you know, well, it's solid. It's not your <laughs> it's not your WAP. I'll tell you that. But uh, he he could have played better this week. All right, and Matt. Now Matt hasn't done the DraftKings with us yet, but he will be doing it going forward. Matt, did you have anyone that you were watching out for this week? Yes, I, I was with you. I loved Cameron Champ. Yeah, yeah, honestly, his his swing and ball flight, literally, it's what, it, it was. It's what you want yours to be like. Oh my god, it, that's that will never happen. But yes, <laughs> if, if that if that ever happened, I'd I'd quit golf right now. If I hit one shot like him, um, I honestly think he could he could you know if there's guys that use Viagra and Cialis. <laughs> They would put Viagra and Cialis out of business if they just had the guys watch Cameron Champ swing. It's that special. All right. So, the other a couple other guys, obviously. I know who Matt's watching at home. Oh yeah, my God! How do you think I had this kid, Cameron Champ? 
So <laughs> a couple of other guys. I mean, I always, I always love Tiger. Brad did text me, and of course, I think Tiger's coming back all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the type of course in the past that. You know, Tiger's excelled at the really tough courses. It's not. A, it's not. He doesn't need to go high necessarily to win. Yep, he doesn't make mistakes. Puts the ball in the right places. You know, Tiger. I think strategically did not want to get in the top five. Needs a week off. Get ready for Wingfoot, baby. Right. And he's ready. And then the other guy I had my eye on, and I'm not going to have my eye on him next week because he did not advance. Was uh, El Cheapo, Matt Kuchar. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> the reason is, uh, uh, obviously, Kucha notoriously cheap, and he was without his main caddy uh, today. I actually looked it up. They're splitting. He's, he's, he, but So he had his wife caddying for him, so I'm assuming he didn't need to pay for her. Who she, knows? She probably paid her, paid her way out there. for. How, and by the way, she worked for that because he put her in every bunker oh my the gosh. whole week. Yep, yep, I know. Yep. Maybe you can buy some new sketchers now. That <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, exactly. Hey, well, hey, his feet don't hurt though. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you say? Nothing. That was it. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um. So again, those were our picks, and that's what who we thought we were going to win. Obviously, we're really excited about this week. It's the Tour Championship, and for those of you who don't know, the Tour Championship is played at East Lake, which is located. In- Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats, hit streets, see gangsters roaming, and parties don't stop till eight in the morning. Parties ending at eight in the morning. God, we're getting old. Mm-hmm. Uh, but shout out to Jermaine Dupree if anyone remembers him. Uh, Peace up, eight town down, eight town mm-hmm. down, bro. Um, so just so just so everyone's clear, who doesn't follow golf or maybe is just tuning in, tour championships a little different. So we're gonna try to explain this the best way we can. So what happened before was that the top thirty players would go to East Lake, and then it was a point system. Now that what they do is they just give everyone pretty much like a handicap, anyways. So the number one player will start at ten under, second place eight third, seven, so on, so on, till twenty six and thirty start at even par, and then whoever wins the tournament wins the FedEx Cup. So before we go on a little farther that, I wanted to ask Matt and Brad, I'll start with Matt, um, do you like the new format or are you for the old format? Uh, from a fan perspective, I love the new format. It's easy to follow. Yeah. Obviously, you know, your scores are, are right there, right away from the from the opening tee. Um, so, yeah, and it gives everybody a chance. I mean, $15 million prize now the last couple of years. Yeah. So, you know... Look at Rom this past week. He came down from big. Yeah. Somebody could start 10 strokes down. Just go for it. Win this tournament and win $15 million, which is crazy. Yep. Yeah, there's more to gain now. Yeah. Right? I mean, you can win the tournament and win the FedEx, even mm-hmm. if you're not a top five guy. Correct. Which you had to be before or whatever. So it and makes The point it system was very hard to follow. Yep. Yeah, it makes it interesting for sure. However, though, if you're like, I do understand if you're a pro, it's kind of like... Like if you're JT, right? Yeah. You win 15 tournaments, and then because some guy outplays you the last week of the year. I know. Like, yeah. yeah. I think it was probably more fair, you know, in in the yeah. old style. But this, it does make it a little bit easier to follow and more exciting. And like a couple of years yeah. ago, Tiger Tiger won the tournament, didn't win the FedEx Cup. So, it, but this this is pretty cool how they're doing it now. I, I gotta admit. Correct. And just so you guys know, Eastlake is one of the, is a beautiful course. It's in Atlanta. Um, it's home to Bobby Jones, who's probably the greatest amateur golfer of all time. For those of you guys who don't know the name, he also designed Augusta National, where they play the Masters. Uh, it's a, I, actually, did he design it, Brad, or did someone else design it? Uh, this one's Donald Ross. 
Yeah. It's a Ross course, and it's a par 70. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, another week where we're looking at they. Someone could shoot 59, that's what you're saying? No, I'm just saying <laughs> this is another week where we're looking at a par 72 turned into 70. If we played there, we'd play 72. Yeah, yeah, that's And it's 7,400 yards, so this is kind of like every week. They play on like a par 70, and you think about how good, you know, the professional golfers are, and you yeah. look at their numbers, and you're like, oh, it's actually too, it's too better than you would think because yeah. they're playing off of par 70s usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zach Johnson has the record there at 60 in 2007. Yep. So, which is, in, which is interesting, because I, I don't know if, like, when I watch Eastlake, I don't think of... Um, when you think of iron like, players yeah. necessarily, I guess it's I guess narrow. You are. It's I narrow. guess you are. I guess you are. But I didn't think uh, Zach Johnson would have been the guy to have the record. Um, cool thing about this course that I love is that 18 is the signature par five coming yeah. up to the clubhouse, mm-hmm. um, and it just reminds me of two years ago. You know, Tiger had thousands of fans running after him with Rory, and they had to get mm-hmm. out of the way and. Oh my god, I was I was so excited for that. I'm sure Matt was almost in tears. I was in um, tears to be fair. But legitimately in tears, yeah, not even joking. To see a win like that after such a long time, unbelievable. So uh that's all I got on this course, really. Yeah, I was just gonna point out I love when they when they close with a with a par five. I think that's really yeah, exciting. Yeah. Especially this week. Because yeah. guys are gonna you know go for guys it. might need Eagle to to win a, a ton more money on, on Sunday, and that always makes it fun when there's a par five closing out. Yeah. So, Maddie, what are you? Who are you going with this week? Like, what? Who do you like in in the setup? Do you like anyone like that? You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. I know your boy's not playing. Yeah. Obviously, Tiger's not playing. So I don't really like anybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm going to talk about a couple guys I don't like. Probably I hate Deshambo. Yeah. Um, I'm that. <laughs> You know the media loves him. It's pretty cool that he's hitting the ball that far, but I, I don't like I don't like them hitting the ball that far. You know I, I I don't I don't know. I'm more of a you know I'm a, I'm a finesse guy. You've seen my game. You yeah, know, fair I'm a finesse. <laughs> so, but yeah, hate the shambo. I, I think I'm for it if he wins. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool to see him do that, but it's like I, yeah. I don't know. There's something about him, the mad scientist. I, I don't like guys that are way smarter than me. A lot of people are <laughs> yeah. smarter than me, but not way smarter than me. That's and I, I just don't like it. And he knows he's smarter than me. He's one of those guys that he knows he's smarter than you, yeah. and he just like has to show it off. That's fair. I, you I'm know? with you on that. So, and then Patrick Reed. I mean, easy target, easy guy to hate. Definitely not rooting for him. Don't want him getting a lot of money. Um, that's about it. I'm honestly rooting for Leishman because you guys both hate him. <laughs> and I'm rooting for my guy, Sung J.M. I think he has a chance this week. Dude, baby baby, baby fades. I, I love me some M. Wow. So, obviously, uh, so Maddie's got those guys going. I think it's interesting to talk about, like, so you, we can talk about the favorites, right? You got JT, you got Rom, you got DJ, right? Those mm-hmm. are probably the favorites. Yep. Obviously, we'll, we can talk about them quickly, like... If you had to pick one of them, who are you picking this week? It, I know you, I know we're going to make picks later, but like if you had to pick one of those three guys, who are you rolling with them? I'm going Rom. You're going Rom? Yep. I, you I, like the passion? Before this, I told you JT, and I just switched. I'm yeah. going Rom. You like the passion? Yeah, and I think when he's playing well... I am El Nino! And I, I think when he's playing at his best, which he showed uh, you know, over the weekend especially, he's very, very hard to beat. Yep. Sway box. So I'm gonna oh, sorry, t- Speaker City. Speaker City. <laughs> say what? Say what? Say yeah. Uh... <laughs> um, DJ. DJ is my guy, man. I mean, it's because he got the beard and Paulina. Yeah, of course. Um, I think 
you know, Matt said it, I think, earlier, but Brooks lit a fire under that guy a few weeks ago mm. at, uh, in San Francisco. He's had some trouble in Georgia, though. That's before, true. Before the Masters, you know. That's true, but he'll be uh, he'll have a nice little head start this week, which is which is interesting. Yep. That's that's very interesting yeah. to see if he can hold it. Um, uh, other than that, those that means like, I, that means I'll take JT then. You know, yeah. I just love a big Ralph, you know, Ralph Ren fan. I love their cologne, <laughs> love their polos. You know, I think he's gonna put it down <laughs> since though. middle school. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big Crimson Tide fan, but I guess Roll Tide this weekend. You know. Yeah, roll tide, baby. Yeah, he could, he could be in there. He could be in the mix for of sure. Of course, I mean JT can when he's hot. He's, yeah. There's not many better. That's for sure. Hundred percent. So, uh, what about Matt? What about like so we got we got four guys at negative four, negative three, negative two. Do you like any of those guys in those groups? Yep, negative three. I think I liked Morikawa. Is Morikawa starting? No, he's five. I uh, think yeah. Who, Minus three. Oh, Xander. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I mix those two up. That's they, they kind of, To me, they're like smaller can't guys. Keep doing this, guys. Got a great, they both have great swings. I like both of them, to be honest. So I wanted to talk about Morikawa as, as well. That's this five. He's starting five back. But Xander, I love seven back. He's shown to go low before. You know, when he gets hot, he plays very, very well. And, you know, I think he's going to win a major pretty soon, maybe this year, but probably in the next couple of years, I, I see him winning a major, and I think he's got a chance uh, starting seven back. Right. Yeah, I'm looking down the board here. Uh, I like Morikawa at minus five. He, you know, that's a good pick, maybe. I don't know. Dude, we can't talk about him. I just I just think about his girl, Catherine. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Catherine <laughs> Zoo. She does it for me. She dodges lasers. I don't think um, he's been winning because they've been hanging out too much. I think that's what's happening. Maybe. Maybe so. Yep. Tony Finau is a guy that I always like he's definitely and pick. Win, yeah. Um, he's great for DraftKings, but we're picking winners here. Yeah, yep. he's probably not going to win. Rory Rory obviously has something on his mind, but this is Rory's golf course. Um, he's won it twice in the past four years. He came in fifth and 18 when Tiger won. Yep. Um, he's yeah, starting at minus three. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance he could... He, there's a chance he could turn it up. He, he didn't look bad last week. He just didn't finish that strong. But he's still, you know, he's got his, uh, in the back of his mind, he's still yeah. got, you know, his firstborn coming. So yeah. See, yeah, if I that. was Rory's wife, I'd tell him we're having twins because <laughs> kid, kids are expensive. <laughs> you know, maybe give him a little pat on the butt here. Let's go, Rory. You need that 15 million, Rory. Because he, he needs the millions. Yeah, you know. I, <laughs> yeah. You're right. He yeah, won he, last year. Yeah, he won last year. But hey, who, who doesn't need another 15 mil? Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm with that. So uh, those, this is what we think is going on, and we talked about the East Lake. So we're going to get into our actual picks we're picking. This year, uh, this week is actually a little different because we're not going to do DraftKings. We're going to pick a favorite and then maybe a sleeper that could come back. Just because DraftKings is super hard this week with 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 the handicap. So, since Maddie's a new guy here, we'll let him start him off. Who are you going with, Maddie? All right. Like I said, I changed from JT to Rom. I'm going. Man, I'm so going. So you're Rom. going for a favorite? Yeah, you're going Rom. Okay. I mean, I hate to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going Rom because okay. we got to make a pick of who's going to win. I think he's going to win. And who's um, your sleeper? Sleeper. Lanto Griffin. <laughs> Only because I, I don't. I feel like he should be in the ladies' man. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. Yep, like my sleeper's Lanto. I feel like he I, bought his clubs at Kmart. Lanto, Lanto. I think right. I think we got go, something I, going there. I like that. I oh, least. my Lanto. Yep. Oh, we can, oh, I can see that now. Great headline. I like Lanto. Yeah. Oh, my okay. Lanto. Does it at Eastlake. I really hope possible. you took Brad's because I'm going to die if, that's, if that was true. 
No, that's not my sleeper. Okay. My pick is DJ, <laughs> like I said. Yep. Too much of a head start, minus 10 on the field. Um, can he play with a lead and hold it? That's interesting. Um, I don't know, but we'll find out. I want him to because yeah. I kind of want him to shut Brooks up, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, so. I, I, I agree, and I think he's just playing so good right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I do think that Rom could maybe you know make a run for his money, but I think DJ wins the tournament. And then my sleeper is Danny B. Oh, you're going Berger. Berger's going to move up the leaderboard this week. He's starting at... I think he's four. Four. Yeah. So he's only six behind. Still has the greatest interview line of all time. He he randomly shows up and shoots low. Like, if he shows up the first couple days and has a crazy round, he'll be right there. And I think he might have I like how he goes for it. He always goes for it. Yep. And he's been hot post-COVID for sure. He's been... He's been playing great since. Hey, well, since he had a broken wrist for the last two years, so it's finally healed. He's uh, he's good. Right. What Alrighty. You, what do you got, Meffer? See, the problem with me is I'm such a loyal dude. All right. I got my favorite. I'm going with Webb Simpson. Wow. And I think if he actually wins this week, he's the tour player of the year. Yeah, 100%. I didn't realize he was number four right now. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. He's in every tournament. He's right there. I think he wants to win it. It's close to Charlotte. He took this week off yep. to prepare for it. So I'm going Webb. And then my uh, my sleeper is Kevin Kistner. He's 150 to 1. Wow. And the reason why Kistner wins golf tours is because he putts well. He's 73rd in tee to green, but he's 17th in gaining uh, strokes off putting. Wow. So that's why I'm going okay. Kistner for that. That's my pick on that. Yep. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Those are our picks for this week. Wow. We want to ask you guys a question. The next tournament will be the U.S. Open. So we're wondering if you guys want us to actually film the podcast. Are you guys good with just listening? But anyways, thank you very much for tuning in. We're very excited to talk to you guys next week. And obviously, guys, enjoy your week, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace.